Hey, this is Duff McKagan, and you're listening to Power Moves with Mike Burns, you guys. No one said this would be easy. No one said life would be sane. I have learned from the scrapes and the bleeding. My cards are laid. I'm in the Been beaten, been bruised, been knocked down my shoes Off thin from so many miles I'm the trucker, I'm the cook I hang while I'm the footman for this train Always greet you with a smile Breaking rocks sometimes is painful Breaking rocks, they're all the same Breaking rocks, heavy and strangling A broken rock will break the chain I'm a junkie, I'm a crook I've heard and I've took I'm sorry, I do my best to repay been the dark and lonely one Passed up by the sun Lost my job, lost my wife, lost my way Breaking rocks, sometimes it's painful Breaking rocks, they're all the same Breaking rocks, heavy and strangling A broken rock will break the chain Thank you so much to our friend Duff for that intro and letting us play a little taste of the new album, Tenderness. We'll get more to that in the Power Groove segment at the end of the program and play another track. Daddies, if you've ever heard of the term yacht rock, my two guests this week invented the damn genre. Back in 2005, a young Mike Burns just wanted to be as cool as these guys, and they were a huge influence on the style of comedy that I do. They're in the hero category for me. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And now I'm proud to call them friends. Please give a warm welcome to our guests from Beyond Yacht Rock Podcast, two Michigan Kings, Dave Lyons and J.D. Risner, everybody. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having us. This is exciting for me. Hi, Mike. This is J.D.'s voice for everybody listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. we should. was Dave. Yeah, we should let people know who's who or else there's going to be confusion. This is the first time I've had two people on. So oh. I'm going to ignore one of you mm -hmm. at, at certain points and I'm going to pick a favorite. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the show, I'll probably just like put up the hand and only talk to one of yous. Okay. Makes, makes sense. Does that sound fair? Should we sit next to, like, right next to each other? No, no, so no, we, no, no, no. Okay. So we don't really know who you've chosen? It's going to be difficult for me to ignore one of you if you're right next to each other. Under and, understood. And then I'll feel bad. Okay. I'll feel bad because I'll have to see your sad puppy dog eyes <laughs> while I ignore you. <laughs> and we don't know who it's going to be. Oh, now I'm nervous. Also, oh. I should mention that we're, we're, we're recording... In Sherman Oaks, I'm out of my element. Uh, we are in La Cañada. Is this La Cañada? It's yeah, we're in La Cañada. You have a landline. Who has a landline? You have a landline. I'll explain it in a second. Oh my god! Wow, this is going getting off to a rock and start. Uh, yeah, okay. I didn't know what to do when right. I heard that. Because we're in the mountains of La Crescenta. La Crescenta. La Crescenta. Cell phone service is not the best. 
Therefore, I have a landline because every time I make a phone call, it drops out. So I'm going to call you back. I'm a landline. Mr. Mountain Man. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's bears out there. Yeah, I had a Dr. Bear. Macho moved out into a cabin. That's right. I got some behind the, the sconce, the, 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 what do you call light things, sconces? Mm-hmm, yeah, the wall lights. And my bookshelf up there, you open it up, and there's gun racks. Yeah, full-on gun racks. They got a like a place for the stock carved yeah. out. Because it just used to be a hunting cabin in the 1920s. That is fucking wild, man. Mm-hmm. And Dave told me that you had to get a special trash can because of the bear problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a bear problem. Well, now we don't have a bear problem. A bear comes around every now and again. That's a problem. And I'd re- <laughs> <laughs> If a bear comes around your house at any point, whether it's once a year, once every five years, I would consider that a problem. It was pretty sweet. I heard the the garbage cans knocking around at it's about eleven cool, thirty at it, night, and I was a cool problem. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I bet that's a bear. Finally, I get to see one. I look out the, the window between my kids' rooms, and there's a bear <laughs> right outside my son's bedroom, oh my God. eating a baguette out of my trash. Like the- <laughs> and then I went, I went up around my house to a balcony above my out, off my bedroom on the second floor, and I looked down and saw the bear and went, "Hey!" And he looked up. He was scared, and then he went. He turned around and ran down the canyon, but the canyon's real steep, so I just heard, <laughs> boom, 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 Poor fella. Yeah, they just turn into a weeble wobble. Yeah. yeah. They're all pillow. Yep. Is there a bear in great outdoors? Yeah. There's the a bear in great outdoors. bald head, bear-ass bear. Yes, but I confuse that with the raccoon scene a lot. The raccoons, oh, the raccoons and the garbage. The raccoons and the garbage yeah. and the bear are vo- both very important parts of uh, the great outdoors. Yeah, the uh, the raccoons have comedy lines like printed on the screen. Like, no, 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 yeah. no. Talking about Dan Aykroyd being a putz or something. Right, which, you know, that's fair. Yeah, well, that was his character. He's, well, he's in real life also. Yeah. Dan, well. a- Dan Aykroyd <laughs> has been reported to uh, not be a cool guy. No, anybody who... <laughs> he doesn't chill out and just chit-chat. Now, I don't he, think he likes to. I, I, I think that Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase, because they grew up in or they came up in their stardom in a different era, they have a different sense of entitlement mm-hmm. as they aged. Whereas I think now, if you make a mistake in life, you get like, shut say, down. Say Dr. Detroit. You, yeah. You get shut down on social media so quickly mm-hmm. that y- your pants fall all the way down and you slowly pick them back up mm-hmm. as opposed to my pants are all the way up and I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I I didn't even see Dr. Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it. Don't yeah. give a shit if it was good. Check cleared, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I did five seasons of uh, the TV show Community. Um Three of which with Chevy. You were on that for five seasons? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only one I didn't do was uh, when Harmon wasn't there. But um, yeah, he was he was a handful. You and... have to clarify what you did on this show. Oh, I was a location manager right, for because... the TV show community. Right. Be- yes. I did not appear on the show. No, and that's what that was my joke was <laughs> that like, I don't remember you being on there for five seasons. Yeah, I played Donald Glover. <laughs> I played Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a kid, right? He took off. Yeah, he yeah. took off to shoot uh, Beverly Hills Cop Six. Yep. And uh, you stepped in. Mm-hmm. They, had, they had to get you. Yeah, it was seamless. <laughs> you can't even tell. Yeah, episode two, he was gone. The rest of that's me. Let's get into trying to do my thing. Uh, do you guys watch the NBA Finals? Are I you... wish I did. I keep forgetting they're on. Are you serious? Is that? Are you serious? I got two little kids. Yeah, full life. I get that. 
I was in a bar earlier today and I left that bar because they were on and it was so loud we couldn't talk. So we went across the street to another bar. See, that's my kind of bar. Yeah. I want it so well, loud I, I, that I can't talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Well, that's the thing talk. about sports is you don't need to have the volume pumping to know what's going on. You could still be listening to music on the jukebox. It's not the same. I've got a huge fucking beef with Los Angeles and their hoity-toity ways of not putting on the sound for games for their fucking teams. You don't see that in Michigan. You don't see that in Chicago. You don't see that in New York. You turn off the top 40 fucking music and, and you listen to the game. Because that's why you're at the bar. Well, the Rustic is the place for you. Because not only was the sound on, it was so loud uh, that people were asking the bartenders, like, can you turn that down a little bit? They're like, no, the owner won't let us. And that's always the answer. Mm -hmm. That's always the answer at any bar when you're trying to watch a game is the owner won't let us. Well. The owner went to a seminar where they talked about sports volume. <laughs> how to run, bar- how to run bars. Go get the owner. Yeah. Where is he in the back? Because I'd like to have some words with him. There's a lot of uh, little idiosyncrasies like that in Los Angeles. That and I and I don't mean to shit on Los Angeles because I love to live here. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a beautiful, it's a great place. It's a beautiful place. We have live. bears. Beautiful place to live. There's bears mm-hmm. eating out of your trash cans. Yeah, it's the best. You got all kinds of things. The fucking money bags over here throwing away baguettes. <laughs> it's gonna attract bears. <laughs> well, to be fair, those baguettes that you buy by the checkout line are rock hard by the time you get home. Yeah, I mean, I savored that baguette bits and pieces as long as I could, but then it just got untenable. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah. Feed it to the bears. Yeah. yeah the bears are gonna break a tooth on that if you've ever bought a baguette and waited two days and it comes in the paper bag and it was hot steamed Mm. by the time you get to that thing if you don't make garlic bread or enjoy it with some homemade spaghetti or whatever the fuck Mm. that night you could beat someone to death yeah you could drive nails i'm watching the nba finals and one uh i'm a warriors fan but i'm a warriors fan for a specific reason i love draymond green Draymond Green is from my hometown of Saginaw, Michigan. Draymond Green also a uh, a Michigan State alum. Yeah, yeah um, so yeah. that's that's two for two right there. Mm-hmm. I was also a big Charles Barkley fan for the reasons that most people do not like Draymond, Draymond Green because he's mouthy, because he kicks people in the ding ding, <laughs> <laughs> because he fucking shoots off his uh, pictures of his dick on Snapchat. Love a good dick pic. All of these things add up to me loving. The spectacle and the entertainment of Draymond Green. Well, he if, sounds like like for the same reason you love pro wrestling. It sounds like this yes. guy's like it's sports entertainment. NBA characters very much harken back to WWE characters, and those are always the ones that get the most sponsorships. Squeaky mm-hmm. wheel gets the grease. Yeah, remember Dennis Rodman? That guy was a fucking cartoon. And that will bring me to my point: is that I am thoroughly enjoying Drake sitting on the sidelines. For the Toronto Raptors acting like a fucking spoiled jackass. <laughs> and the other day I had the realization, no, you don't hate Drake doing this. You love to hate Drake doing this. That makes him good. That's what good sports competition <laughs> comes down to is enjoying your hate for no real good reason mm-hmm. of another human being and it being okay <laughs> i like a lot of drake songs i'm not a big head when it comes to modern hip-hop i i dabble but the enjoyment of hating someone for no reason 
It's fun. <laughs> What's cool, what I love is to see Drake have a little have a joy and excitement because yes. his music is so dour, and he just kind yeah. of mumbles in his robot voice through all of his songs. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, this is my well, music. That, that's, that's what the kids like now. Mm-hmm. I hear, I hear, Look, Grandpa. Many, I hear many modern day rappers enunciating very well and sounding. They upbeat. have diction. It's correct. But uh, to see Drake be excited about something, it makes me happy because I feel like he's a sad millionaire. He's a very sad guy because I only know him from his music. So that he has some joy. You don't know Drake? <laughs> Thought you were Mr. Uh, Fancy Pants Cabin Boy with uh, your fucking millions <laughs> of dollars out here unless, chilling out. Unless that was Drake in the Yada, unless that was or whatever the fuck if, this is. If that was Drake in the bear costume, then I know Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. What if Drake showed up to the game in a full like like the bear suit, but just with the top of the bear's head and then the face cut out. <laughs> Holy shit, man! That is some baller ass. Yeah, like like shit. like human teddy bear kind of chain. Now that makes me want one. <laughs> Don't you want that? I kind of want, want that, that jacket. Yeah. yeah. And that is, uh, it's almost. Uh, well, the three of us went to a basketball game earlier this year. We could we could go back dressed as bears. I talked about it on the program. Yeah. You, you took me. To a uh, Pistons Clippers game uh, with your son, mm-hmm. with uh, with with uh, JD over here, mm-hmm. and it was a childhood dream of mine <laughs> and, a, and a manhood dream of mine mm-hmm. to sit on the sidelines on the floor with my feet on the fucking hardwood mm-hmm. at an NBA game. Yeah, and you made that happen. We were right behind the owner. We it's could read his bad, text. Yeah, it's too bad the owner Steve Ballmer's head was in your way. Well, <laughs> see the game very well. Twelve inches from Steve Ballmer's. Unsightly back of the head. Really, yeah, yeah, really yeah that guy doesn't moisturize. Like Grow some, some hair. Looked like he took some buckshot or something. <laughs> yeah, back I don't there. know what it is. Like maybe he's been hunting with Dick Cheney. Cole's jeans. All, all kinds of fucking problems <laughs> yeah. going on up close. It's like yeah, he know, makes he makes Trump's pants look attractive from from far. He just looks like a like, eh, a, like rich a, guy, bald, whatever, lovable yeah. goof up close. Man, that's out of the Costco sales section. If they yeah. even have that, <laughs> you got to fucking. Get so get a personal shopper out there, but <laughs> yeah, the back of his neck looks like Edwards James Almost's face. I um, it's rough. I uh my my other thing is that uh, Facebook put out an advertisement for uh, Walking in Memphis. It, it, it features Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn, mm-hmm. and I, and it came on, and uh, Melissa, my girlfriend, sit next to me on the couch, watches me, mouth go agape, dead eye stare. And just stink faced through that whole fucking commercial, <laughs> and she and she knew she didn't want to dig, but she knew why I was mad, and that's because several months ago I dubbed myself the head of the Memphis Mafia, a gang of individ- individuals who were who were going to rep "Walking in Memphis" by Mark Cohn to the fullest with a full street gang who wears choir robes. <laughs> Goes into Rite Aids, waits for the song to come on, and then sings it, along and Because it, it's going to come on. And motherfucking Facebook, with their trillions of dollars, came in and fucking just did whatever they wanted. They took they, your idea. They took my fucking idea. Just like everybody putting, it. everybody putting Cheetos on everything now. That's that your fucking idea. My idea. <laughs> and I'll never be able to have that back. Because now it'll be like, oh, Burns stole that from oh yeah from Facebook. You know no. how many you know how many messages we get uh, from people asking when the Sirius XM Yacht Rock station is coming back on the air. <laughs> like we have no fucking idea. Yeah, That's not right. us. 
Right. That station's garbage. Turn it off. They it's ripped r- us. I, we know what we know what it's like to be ripped off. So yeah. we know exactly how you feel. There's a cover band called Yacht Rock Review that uh, trademarked the term yacht rock, I so would, we can't use it. I would like to get into that. I would. My, this ended. I will cap this with that. Uh, at the end of my this tirade was nothing that went as compared to what went on in my own home until <laughs> uh, Melissa let me get all of the the verbal barf out of my mouth and then looks at me and says, babe, it's not your song. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a beer, went outside for a second. Yeah, you need to clear your head after that. <laughs> and if you're not familiar, uh, daddy's. Uh, you did. You coined the phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I would consider you to be the inventors of the genre, not of the music, mm-hmm. but of the genre itself. Yes. Yeah. And it was such an ingenious idea, Yacht Rock, that there are tours mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. There are radio stations mm-hmm. that you receive no credit for. Right. None. And the tours, no credit. Mm-hmm. What is that? Are you still mad? Um, I'd say one of us is more. I'm very, I'm very mad all the time. Uh, I'm angry constantly. Uh, I can't really put my finger on it. Yeah, anytime. I you... mean, but you know, you know, you know, because the walking in Memphis thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which same... is a, which is a drop in the in the fucking bucket compared to this. It's the, the yacht rock phenomenon is something that I would assume uh, some of our listeners right now have enjoyed one of those concerts. They I'm have sure. No idea that. You two gave birth to it out mm-hmm. of your man pussies. And we're, sta- and, we're sta- <laughs> yeah. and we're standing in the back and we feel like we're being kicked over and over again in the man pussy. Now, mm-hmm. what would you like in compensation? So I would Do like to credit? control what these bands and radio stations play. Yeah. That's all I want. We, we, we do our podcast, Beyond Yacht Rock, but we have uh, mini-sodes that we do that's basically answering fan mail called Yacht or Nyat, where... Listeners will write in and say, is this a Yacht Rock song or isn't it? And then we rank them on the Yachtsky scale. And there is a very significant list. What's the website? Yachtornyacht.com. Yeah. So spelled. <laughs> yeah, you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we have a curated list of like 500 songs now. Yeah, it's up there. 600 songs. And it's very easy to see. And it's like we, we are allowed to define what's Yacht Rock and what isn't because we made it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we get so many arguments with people. No, I don't think I don't think that is. I don't think that's yacht rock. That here, is infuriating. But here's no, why I can see this, that. This is why it's important because we made this web show years and years ago about Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins writing "What a Fool Believes Together." Not mm-hmm. just not just this web show. If you haven't seen, it, it's on YouTube. Correct? Yeah, they're yeah. all on YouTube. All uh, twelve rock, episodes. Type in "Yacht Rock Channel 101. Mm-hmm. You'll find all twelve. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it's always been a dream of mine to have those. And I'm sure you don't have the super duper big files that are up to today's modern standards of all of them we may you, know the, you may the, but you've if, never given me a hard answer i've asked several times yeah. where are those if you if, if you, you go haven't on, seen it go look it up after this program and just enjoy and find out what the yacht rock phenomenon really came from and you'll see these two gentlemen oh yeah we're all over it oh boy Oh boy, you're gonna have a you're gonna oh, have a, you're gonna we, you're gonna find something new. You, yeah, you could see us with uh like dark with with hair. Yeah, me with hair, <laughs> and, me with a dark beard. Yeah, and me uh, clean shaven. What you were saying? Um, so I was saying like so 
What a Fool Believes, what that first episode is about, Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins wrote it together for the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. That song is one of the most complex pop songs ever written. Yeah. is You have to have an extreme amount of talent to achieve something like What a Fool Believes. And then you start to go through the liner notes and see who's in this world, and you see every musician in these bands, in these yeah. studios, like backing people up. They all went through Steely Dan. Yeah. And Steely Dan is some of the most complex, interesting jazz rock ever yeah. ever recorded. It's, or it's, 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 com- it's, it's it, complete boring drivel to a lot of people, but if you understand if what you, goes into those. Right. If you know what goes into them, you know the musicianship that has to... So there's all these incredible musicians writing and performing these amazing compositions at the highest level. And then people go, and Jimmy Buffett is Yacht Rock. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, Pina Colada song is a yacht rock song. Yeah, and that's a simple storytelling song. It's got like three like, chords. Yeah, I, it's, I, I it's don't simpler even, than a Ramones song. It's garbage. So like, so now like Steely Dan themselves have heard the term yacht rock, mm-hmm. but then they also know that uh, that uh, Rupert Holmes is is being lumped in with them, and they're like, "What the fuck? They're they're making yeah. fun of us." And we're not. It's a term of endearment. It's a love letter. It's, you don't learn that much about something you hate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so now we got people shitting all over this term, all over the country, these terrible radio stations, these terrible cover bands, and it just breaks my heart. It breaks uh-huh. my heart for the Steely Dans and the Michael McDonald's and the talented people out there that and, were making this even, beautiful music. Even Christopher Cross said on Twitter the other day, uh, he's like, well, it's not just Yacht Rock. These are actually talented musicians. And then our fans jumped in. They're like, yeah, that's what that's what these guys we have been saying. Mad. <laughs> yeah. That's it's why like... we're steamed. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what are you, what are your uh, do you guys have uh, thangs? Uh, yeah, I uh, I'd love to hear. I have I have two thangs that I've been doing this week. Um, I'm performing uh, this Saturday at the Offbeat in Highland Park. I'm doing a show I call Bring Your Own Tribute Band Show where all my friends do different rock bands and I'm performing in Mostly Dudes, which is a <laughs> mostly male tribute to Motley Crue. So I've been listening to a lot of Crue, playing bass on a lot of Motley Crue. You picked me up and we listened to uh, the yeah. Dr. Feelgood album. Yeah, I was listening to Dr. Feelgood when I picked you up. La Kenyatta. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what else I've been doing this week. I have been considering your financial future. Like I, I listen to your podcast mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, I've... I know you haven't been working a lot lately. Nope, nope. So I have a gift for you. I've been scouring the ends of the earth, and I have procured four pair. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! Of uh, <laughs> Joe Camel shorts, sweat shorts. Are and these identical to the 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 OG Camel Cash shorts? How these did you these find are. These? Um, How many pairs did you get? I got you four pairs. Four and, pairs and, of six hundred dollar camel cash. And I pants? figure if you could sell these, and like, what what are yours going for? Six thousand. Six hundred. Six hundred. Six hundred. Oh, I think it was six. 000. I think it was six thousand. I, yeah. I haven't tried to push those because, because I had to sell my own merch. But I right. Think, but I think if if you knock that down to five thousand, wow. this is twenty thousand dollars worth of shorts. Wow! And you can get that money Ka-ching. under the table. Yeah, that's the equivalent oh. of making like thirty five grand. Dave, this is a beautiful gift, baby. I just got a a, a little uh, fill in the blank uh, part time job, but I think I'm going to have to cancel. I was going to have to start next Wednesday, but I think that it's going to be too bad. So sad. I'm going to yeah. be getting fucking paid. Mm-hmm. These are one size fits all. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, looks like yeah. Th- looks like that just one like, was, was just like was, Buck Cherry's uh, thong merchandise. One like, size fits all. Holy shit! That one yeah. with the Ripley waistband looks like it. it uh, the one that it fit was very large. <laughs> yeah. Now, JD, I know you got your eye on these, but mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> Daddy's in a pinch, so uh, yeah. No, I'm, you I'm, you I'm sell those. Have to keep these. I'm gonna have yeah, to keep now. all these. Some of these are mint. Right. These are these yeah. are dead stock. Full disclosure: I did keep a pair for myself. <laughs> They're comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I you know if I have a job interview or a funeral. <laughs> is worn but yeah. it's clean yeah this has been oxy cleaned mm. these other three are straight up dead stock these are yeah. gorgeous yeah i thought you'd i thought you'd appreciate wow, those thank you so much hey my pleasure wow, man. what a what a gift i'll have you on all the time if you bring <laughs> such riches my way <laughs> holy shit all right that is a beautiful thing yeah it's a beautiful thing yeah mm. that was mm-hmm. my week well we're gonna see those on the instagram power moves uh, podcast. Uh, check that out tomorrow. JD, do you have something to bring to the table? Yeah, you know, my thing is always uh, just napping. Well, I'm a good, big advocate for, a thing. for napping. I leave work to come home and nap. You have two kids. I nap. That's when it's time to nap. I can lay back in my work chair with my feet up on my work windowsill and close my eyes, put my hat over my eyes, and I can nap for 20 minutes. I can't yeah, do it. I no? can't do it. No nap, not I, a napper. I cannot take a nap. I'm an anxious guy too, and I can nap. If I fall asleep, I I wake up and my head feels fuzzy, and I'm just not right. Man, um, I I I feel like I'm in a dream state. I can't I can't get out of it. I I, I feel bad, like sick. I, uh, how long do you nap for? Couple if, weeks. It could. <laughs> it, it could be. It could be fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Oh, that's unusual. It yeah. just doesn't work. The only way I could ever take a nap is uh, if I have like a jobby job, like office uh-huh. right, writing job, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. There's something about finding that couch off to the side mm-hmm. in the studio, and for some reason there, I can do it. And I think it's because I'm uh, gets it's, paid. It's a naughty <laughs> nap. Yeah. You're getting away with something well, there. It's like lunch. You, you scarf down your lunch really quick. Yeah. Or instead of going out for lunch, you just go into the kitchen and you eat the craft service. You you, you eat a couple sun chips and some string cheese. Yeah. You some, you're like, so like what you can make out of a bagel like, sandwich. I got, yeah. I got 25 minutes. There, yeah. there we go. Or mm-hmm. you just fill up your pockets and you eat that when you're done with the nap. No, those are the. I, I worked at a hardware store in high school. Power naps. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. we would we would sneak it's a into new the segment uh... that we're only going to do right now. <laughs> Good night, guys. Please keep the headphones on. We'll be back with you in ten minutes. We'll, we'll see you later. Um, I used to sneak into the uh, the overflow uh, carpet and take a nap in the big piles of carpet in yeah. the back of the hardware store. It's great. I have a I have a I do have a nap story that we're going to get to, and I believe it's the uh, the P mail. Hmm. email episode that you guys are going to sit in for oh, yeah. be great. Spe- speaking of we have to move it along with power news you can use her first story is a texas woman pulls gun at karaoke bar <laughs> because she wanted to be next <laughs> we all know that frustration i i, I want to get into it i thought you guys would very much enjoy this it's sent in by uh, daddy brado from the gentleman scumbags program oh yeah yeah a woman pulled a gun on a man inside of a Mexican restaurant in South w- Southeast Austin during an argument over who would be up next for karaoke just before 1 a.m., which that is when people start to get antsy. Yeah, that's yeah. when you're looking at your watch, like, am I going to get... You're looking at the list, mm-hmm. you're yeah. looking at the numbers, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're like, fuck, yeah, I, you I got to 
I could have went home, but I stayed, and then some motherfucker tipped 20 bucks, yep. which is a move that I will do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drunk enough, I'm sliding sure. that 20 or that 5, whatever it takes, because that drug, that sweet karaoke oh, drug, yeah. I, I gotta have just yeah. one more taste before I go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting and you're drinking beer after beer after beer waiting, and you're getting that depressive drunk and you need that shot of adrenaline you get from rocking your favorite song up in front of a bunch of people who aren't paying attention to you. Yeah, these people need to hear some Springsteen and they need it now. The woman, identified by police as 41-year-old Doris Vallejo Godoy, Godoy, was with her girlfriend in the bar at La La Catedral. La Catedral? Cathedral? I guess that'd be La Catedral? Yes! Thank you! You're so welcome. La Catedral del, del Marisco. Marisco, I can do that. The one. Cathedral of Fish? Of Seafood? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, seafood. I, I didn't think of that. That is exactly what that is. I think, sm- I, think you're burying the, I think you're burying the headline here. <laughs> no, no, no. This He's, headline should be Texas woman and friend eat at the Cathedral of Seafood. That's the uh, best part of these stories are the Easter eggs. <laughs> Uh, they're at the La Catedral de Marisco when the confrontation began over the karaoke machine in the restaurant, the affidavit said. Uh, Vallejo Godoy told police she pulled out her pistol to calm the man down after he called her bad names. <laughs> I can only imagine, but never pointed it at the man. But the man told officers that after the argument began, Vallejo Godoy struck him in the face, pulled the gun out, and pointed it directly at him. <laughs> that is a that's a fucking move, right? Yeah, there. that's that's bang click, mm-hmm. and that is. Yo, that's classic. Uh-huh. She practiced this. Yeah, she yeah. practiced the karaoke, mm-hmm. and she also practiced what the fuck was going to go down <laughs> yeah. if someone she, tried to step on her song. Standing in front of the mirror. A waitress at the restaurant tried to grab Vallejo from behind by pinning her arms down, but Vallejo broke free, turned around, and held the gun at the waitress's stomach, saying, I will fucking kill you. Damn. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just trying to... Be, you don't expect that. No. Karaoke well, KJs, is that what they call them? Like DJs, the karaoke uh-huh. DJs? They don't make a lot of money. No. Some of them just do it for fun oh, or this, for tips. And this is just the waitress, the fucking, the KJ's not doing shit. He left. <laughs> he fucking's like, I'll get my shit later. I'll get the, the sound machine in the AM, man. <laughs> Vallejo's girlfriend was able to calm her down enough to pay for uh to uh for the pair to pay and leave so they pay their tap <laughs> this motherfucker pulls out a gun on a waitress but then they they're polite enough sure because <laughs> you don't want to be rude no they're good texans oh, oh i pulled my gun on you didn't i manners oh. manners used to mean something i'm so embarrassed around this time police arrived and arrested vallejo for assaulting the man and pointing a deadly weapon at him the document said uh, she was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, a second degree felony. Uh, police said she lacked a concealed handgun license and was charged with unlawful carrying of a concealed weapon, a third degree felony. Here's what I want to know, guys. What was the song? <laughs> it's, I have it written right here. <laughs> what song did she need to sing that was so fucking important? Uh, so we have to guess? I mean, like... What was it, Meatloaf? Was, uh, it, was she going to go up there and ha- do a hack like a, jam? Like a 10-minute, ten, ten uh, I'll better sleep on here. <laughs> right. right. 
And I mean, there's two parts to that song. You you need a you need another person yeah, to do maybe it. She, maybe the guy said that he wouldn't do the duet with her. So then he pulled. She pulled the gun out. Yeah, who knows? It's yeah. a rude song. Wow. The meatloaf. That that's a rude song to mm-hmm. do because it's so long. You can't pick. Long. No, you don't get up there and sing American Pie. You don't get up there and sing Christmas carols. Nobody wants that. I appreciate when you when you go to uh, to a karaoke spot and they have the list of songs that are not allowed. Yes. Yeah. No Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. What do you what do you do? What's your go to? I your... like Rock Me Gently by Andy Kim. Wow. Yeah. It's nice. It's a deep cut. But... JD? I always like to find a um uh like a mid range power ballad that you can sound like a badass singing, like when I see you smile by bad English. Oh, oh yeah. And it's in everybody's range. It's such a great mm-hmm. song. Oh ooh la la. Yeah, Cinderella's good for that too. And with a little bit of sweetening that they'll give you. Mm-hmm. They'll keep yeah. you a little sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can sound real good. I yeah. Know, yeah. I go yeah. With, you I get go up with... there and sound like a regular Tom Kiefer. I do I do a Sweet Home Chicago. That's my always my first go to. Uh, because again, I can fake it. Mm-hmm. I can get gravelly enough mm-hmm. and uh, and power through that where it it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll do nothing but a G thing. But that's only if I am uh, like five beers or less. Mm. Because I've tried to do it. It's it's very quick. Yeah, pop, that's that's a not of... a yeah. You got to have a flow and to I, pull I that can off. Nail it, and even if I'm hammered, I can still nail it in my head. But the, <laughs> but the the, the the brain parts aren't making the mouth move. Right. And it turns into a disaster. I, I tried to do it one night with uh, Matt Dwyer, our friend, uh, comedian, and uh, he watched me. And boy, I, I, it was, it's the worst performance I've ever given as far as that goes. Yeah, once, once you turn a corner at karaoke, I, I tried to do Brandy at a live show, a live Yacht Rock show back in Chicago in like 2007. And Oof. It was it was bad. Oof. Oh man. Guys, I'm very excited. We have more Walmart theft stories. <laughs> <laughs> if uh it was it was a couple couple episodes ago, I believe a guy steals a case of of a uh, Hennessy, I think, and also a uh a uh, home security system. <laughs> and Boy, it just it just warmed my, warmed my heart. I mm-hmm. think that was a, that might have been a Costco, might have been a Walmart. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. The point is, is that people have figured out that you could just walk the fuck out of these stores. Yeah. Woman stole nearly eight hundred dollars in vodka and toilet paper from Walmart. <laughs> Hell of an evening. This is from uh, Gonzalez, Louisiana. Police are looking for a shoplifter who loaded her cart with hundreds of dollars worth of alcohol and toilet paper and strolled out of the store without paying. The Gonzales Police Department says the theft happened May 12th in the area Walmart. Photos released by the department show the woman with a cart filled with vodka and large packs of toilet paper. Uh, She walked out with 21 bottles of Tito's and five total cases of Scott's and... Cotton Comfort toilet paper <laughs> for a combined worth of seven hundred eighty-four dollars and five cents. Who the fuck steals Scott's toilet paper? Scott's toilet paper is that shit. Yeah, that's not... it, isn't it a thousand sheets of roll though? It's more bang for your yeah, but the, for your it's, it's one three. ply. It's the traction on it is terrible. Yeah. You have to use three times as much. Yeah. All that does is smear everything around. Yeah, well, you, you know, you 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 get your diet right, and you can you can. Who you has can... time for that? I yeah, know, and if I you're drink, and if you're drinking that much vodka. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes, you're That's gonna need true. you're gonna need some uh, some brownie, some something that could soak. 
You're just gonna be fucked. Take a take a load. You're just gonna be finger painting around yeah. in your cheeks. It's just like yeah. you gotta get all cotton comfort. Yeah, all cotton comfort. But you're correct. Maybe she was maximizing her theft. Yeah, yeah. She did pick a good vodka, though. Yeah, yeah Tito's. That's a quality, she she, quality she vodka. She didn't grab a pop-off. Maybe she had a theft budget. There is a photo of this. I'll be putting it up on the Instagram. I would love if if one day we get a listener to uh, to crack a case to say, I know that lady. <laughs> she lives in the apartment upstairs, and she's been drunk off her ass for three weeks. She's been drunk and shitting like That's crazy. That's gotta be her. That's gotta be her. I think we get. That's what I'm gonna want to reward. I'm gonna want to reward. Yeah, that. yeah, because you helped crack that case. Moving on, Michigan man charged with robbing same Walmart <laughs> three times in one night. <laughs> It's for you boys. <laughs> this worked so well the first time. Let's go back. <laughs> oh, boy. Did it ever. This is from the Detroit News. This is an Alpena. A northern Michigan man is accused of robbing a Walmart store in Alpena three times in one night, stealing $6,000 worth of merchandise, Michigan police said. M- Matthew Brown, 34, of Atlanta. This motherfucker rolls into our state. Mm-hmm. Like, like he owns the place. Gobbling up shit. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh boy, you know what? You you should if you're gonna steal from a fucking Michigan Walmart, mm-hmm. it should be your goddamn Walmart. Yeah, he wasn't start in Atlanta. Steal from your own Walmart, motherfucker. It started in Arkansas, but he probably turned to his buddy and was like, Listen, I'm gonna go down to this this uh Athens Walmart and I'm gonna steal six thousand dollars worth of stuff. And he's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's our Walmart. That's coming out of you. You go somewhere else. You can just keep driving north till you can't drive no more, <laughs> and you rob that Alpina's Walmart. Alpena's up there. Yeah. yeah. Police said Brown first entered the Walmart at about one thirty a.m. He so he's going in under cover of night mm-hmm. and stole some electronic items. He dragged the item to, items to his car, parked in the store's lot, loaded them in, and drove away. So he fucking just brings all this shit out, throws it in his car, takes off. But police say that wasn't the end of it. Brown allegedly returned to the store 20 minutes later. 20 minutes. Wow. He's got full car load. You yeah. wouldn't ditch that. Yeah, he unloaded. 20 minutes later, took more electronic items, put them in a shopping cart to make things easier, and left without paying. So he doesn't, he learned. He's mm-hmm. got a learning curve. He drug him out to his car last time. This time, using a cart. He's, he's this, is, mm-hmm. this is, this is, this is, you know. It's concerning. Sure, it's like when the zombies start to learn. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like Planet of the Apes again. Planet of the Walmart thieves. Yeah. <laughs> again, he loaded the items in his car and drove away. And Brown wasn't finished. Brazenly, the subject returned to the store third time. <laughs> this worked so well, and took more merchandise without paying for it. Brown allegedly took three, three. 50 to 65 inch TVs. Wow. Have you ever tried? Like, have you bought like a new big flat screen and tried carrying yeah, that fucking yeah. shit in your house? Yeah, <laughs> it's like like the boxes don't fit in most cars. No, 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 no. When I, I the last television I bought, I think was a 55 inch. Mm-hmm. It's sticking a foot and a half yeah. out of the butt mm-hmm. end of a Jetta. Yeah. <laughs> he had three of these a drone, an AT&T cell phone. A computer building kit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you gotta have hobbies. Yeah. If this guy's not stupid, <laughs> I can't build a fucking computer. No, well, that's a, insane. It is a kit, so it'll have very 
very specific instructions. I'm right, like, right. A flashlight? Gotta mm-hmm. have. Yeah, it's hey, practical. Hey, yeah. you know what? He's had some uh, power outages. Yeah, that gotta, power goes out. You're going to be glad you have and it. And you got to look into the nooks and crannies of the computer you're building. Yeah. A Schwinn bicycle. <laughs> a full-size motherfucking bicycle. What? Was he driving a cube truck? I don't know. He made three trips. Maybe the bike was one trip. Like when you move and you take right. the big thing mm-hmm. last. Right. An HP Pavilion desktop computer. A desktop. Not not, mm-hmm. a, not a laptop. No, who is? You know, that's a big fucking heavy-ass box, too. A PS4 racing wheel, just the wheel. He's already got the PS4. Right, right. He got a new game and he didn't have the right controller. And a Western digital uh, six terabyte hard drive, which I'm assuming is for the uh, the computer he's building. Right. <laughs> Man, this computer I'm building doesn't have enough space. I better grab this one just in case. Troopers v- reviewed the store's security system footage and interviewed witnesses. They identified Brown as the suspect. Police visited Brown at his home in a... Montmorency County in Atlanta and found much of the stolen property. They also found items from the store in Brown's Saturn view. It was a Saturn view. So he's got a, an SUV. That's he's got a okay. Saturn SUV. It's not a bad, it's not a bad size car. Yeah, I guess I don't know the view. Is that like a like a forerunner kind of size? I think, I think so. Okay. It's like it's like a Ford Escape, maybe. I don't know. All right. I have no idea myself. Troopers, troopers later arrested Brown in Atlanta where he was detained for unrelated charges. <laughs> This is always always my favorite. Always my favorite of these stories is the this someone does some dumbass shit. They get busted. The cops find out they've got worse things. Yeah, and now the Atlanta police are like, "Well, he's not going back to Michigan. We got to keep him here." That's how they talk in Atlanta, like this. Hey, Hey. I'm from Atlanta. Forget bye. So much crime, our jobs are so hard. And now, guess what? Fucking poor Michigan is yeah. out of the out of money mm-hmm. because those poor Michigan Walmart unbelievable. folks. Unbelievable! I want to know what he did. That's so bad. We we need him extradited back to Michigan. <laughs> this is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. The Alpena Detective Department <laughs> is just going like, God damn it! We got to get to the bottom of this. Atlanta won't extradite him. <laughs> Alpena's finest. <laughs> we got the finest detectives. In all the country, I'll put that. That's also how they talk in Alpena. Yeah, Alpena PD. Alpena, hey, hey, Tony from Alpena, Michigan. (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) Moving on. Middle school students allegedly fed urine and semen-filled crepes to (laughs) teachers. Oh, God. I almost, okay, what I'm I'm going to do is save this for the the, uh, After Dark. Oh, what a teaser. Because they're... Well, what I'm doing this week, I have, I have too many good stories, so I'm 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 sandbagging a couple, mm-hmm. and this one was so fucking gross, on just at first glance that I was like I can't I can't do this, and and a couple of the other ones that we're gonna do in the after dark of the Patreon are also a little bit questionable, a little blue, uh, not even blue, just like they make me feel bad, <laughs> but <laughs> as I thought about it, the word allegedly. Keeps coming mm-hmm. up. So we don't really know if this happened. Mm-hmm. We don't We don't know. A group of middle school students in Ohio allegedly served urine and semen-filled crepes to their teacher <laughs> during a gourmet cooking competition and are now being investigated by the local authorities. These criminals of tomorrow go to Hyatt's Middle School in Powell, Ohio. So, uh, wow. Hey, if you're looking mm-hmm. for a teaching job, that's not the place. <laughs> no. Uh, keep on, keep on driving. Keep on moving. 
just go work at the Rite Aid until yeah. something comes up. The teachers involved were reportedly judges for the cooking contest. Oh, God. <laughs> so they're, they're just they're, trying they, to they help. They volunteered. They're just, and it was probably fun. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, like, for Spanish class, everyone would make, like, a dish. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was exciting, and you brought it in and sure. made enchiladas, and everyone tried it. And it was like a fucking potluck. Yeah. These just, they're go- these fuckers will be dead what before they're 18. bunch mm-hmm. of assholes. Teachers involved were reportedly judges for the cooking t- contest, which happened during a global gourmet class. If they got a gourmet cooking class? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? I would have killed for that sort of thing. Oh, we didn't God. have any I, shit. I, I hated these kids before, but now that I, I, I hear they get to have a gourmet cooking class? And it was captured on video. Oh, no. Several students allegedly put urine and or semen, both. It could be both. Some of these people got the combo deal. <laughs> well, wow. I mean, it's... They got the ju- beef and chicken fajitas. <laughs> it's junior high, so some of the boys can't make semen Yeah, yet, that's the ones like that one, can't the other probably want it. Well, we want in. Let's pee yeah. on it. Uh, maybe the other ones, uh, they, that's what they thought they were making. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just uh, the... the It's... Uh, you know, pee-pee, right? <laughs> no, you, no. This You want to make the thick pee-pee. I don't know. Right, I don't right. make the thick pee-pee yet. No. <laughs> I'm going to get this show shut down. Is, 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 I, didn't, I didn't make this up. I'm just, just uh, relaying information. Urine or semen onto the crepes and fed them to the fal- faculty members, the local sheriff's office reports. Investigators were probing the incident on Monday and weighing felony assault charges. These kids Whoa. are, yeah, mm-hmm. they ain't. That's nothing you fuck with, man. No, that's not like egg in a house or some shit. Mm-mm. That's a fucking. That's. Yeah, I eggs, don't know what it is. Eggs wipe off. It's mm-hmm. felony. A lawyer. Kids are loyal, <laughs> lawyered up, man. A lawyer for one of the students asked the public to use caution before reaching any conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! Hey, hey, hey! Wow, man, yeah, guys, let's all just ease off the gas a second. Sure, there's a video <laughs> of these kids <laughs> making the thick pee pee and the clear pee pee into some crepes, but let's not go off the rails. Well, listen, what, listen. They videotaped it. <laughs> Yeah. The video does not follow the kids all the way to hand from the act to handing the crepes to the judges. I don't believe it. it the video shows the uh, fluids being made. Oh, but there are bags. There are bags in the video. Okay, baggies of this. Okay. The inc- oh boy, this is from the the lawyer. The incident easily could have been a prank that uh, may have been mocked up for the purposes of creating a video. All right. Said attorney okay. Br- Brad Coffle. We gotta uh, trust, Br- Brad. trust you know, Good old Brad. You know this bitch is on a fucking one of those uh one of those uh those, those bus stops. Yeah. Did your kid jizz in a crate for his teachers? <laughs> call you lawyer call Brad. Brad! Call Brad! <laughs> lawyer Brad! Shit in crepes! Jizz on pizzas! <laughs> your kid did it to a teacher! I got his back, cause he probably didn't do it. I'm Brad! <laughs> That's his defense. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it just ah. says that. It's like 1-800-PROBABLY. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Brad. Not hiring a lawyer named, named Brad. Brad? <laughs> like Bradley whatever Esquire. You know, okay, maybe, but lawyer Brad? He uh, goes on to say, we don't know if urine or semen was ever placed in anyone's food. I don't know how the school would know that. <laughs> <laughs> The video of the kids dumping it into the fucking Maybe somebody food. eats a crepe and there's just like a... Mrs. Fishman's like, 
empty the contents of my stomach, you're going to find sperm in there. <laughs> well, Mrs. Fishman. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, we yeah. know Mr. Fishman just came back from a long trip. Yeah. We've talked to some guys down at, uh, <laughs> at, down the, at Shyster's at, Saloon. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we uh, guess that you've been a little loosey-goosey over summer break. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes... Brad's out in his car with the fucking long lens. <laughs> sometimes teachers have to get summer jobs, you Ooh, know. Miss Fishman, there she is. Sucking dick in the parking lot again. <laughs> again. <I> suspected. <laughs> And that's that's what kind of services Brad's going to give you. Authorities have been just Brad. It's all the fucking thing says Brad at law. Authorities have been working with school officials. Brad at law. Probably not. <laughs> Authorities have been working with school officials and conducting lab tests to verify the alleged substances involved. Brad. You ever, you, you ever watch fucking forensic files, you stupid idiots? <laughs> They're not just gonna. They're, they took the crepes to the lab. They could find a, a fucking pubic hair in a van off I ninety twenty years after someone got their head cut off and figure out who did the head cutting off, Brad. So we got the crepes that we know that are just jam packed so, with jizz. There's two. There's two options here. Either there's jizz and piss in these crepes, and these kids are fucked. Or there's not, Brad. So maybe you could lay off the gas, Mr. Probably. <laughs> fucking fucking $63 an hour lawyer. <laughs> the safety and security of our students and staff is of utmost importance, read a statement from the school's district on Monday. I think you got to worry about the staff. Maybe don't the staff uh, would be uh, maybe what what you want to worry about here. I also think maybe you you don't break out the boilerplate apology. <laughs> I think maybe you you, you you draft a special one for this incident. Uh huh. Also, yeah. What school doesn't have a priority of safety of students and staff? Like, I know. Yeah. Like I. You know what? Not like some other schools. <laughs> yeah, where they're just jizzing all over the where place. Does, you know, like some of those, some of those, uh, those underfunded inner city schools where kids are just uh, allowed to masturbate in lockers, burritos, burritos, <laughs> pop tarts on their homework. It's not their fault. It's underfunded. There's not enough supervision. Overcrowding in the classroom. Yeah, but here in Powell, Ohio, <laughs> we take our we take our school safety seriously. Yeah, we've only got tw- uh, like ma- we cap it at seventeen kids per classroom, and yeah. somehow we missed these kids dumping bags of jizz and piss in the crates. Yeah. Here in Powell, if you're gonna jizz, you do it at home. <laughs> All right, yeah, blah 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 blah. Uh, good old Brad. Moving on. Woman twenty one busted for McChicken rage. <laughs> This is this is fucking sweet. Unhappy with the way her McChicken sandwich was prepared, a Connecticut woman busted in a McDonald's kitchen in an attempt to prepare her own meal and in the process assaulted the restaurant's pregnant manager. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh boy. This is a real gem. According to investigators, Chanel Hansen purchased the McChicken sandwich around 8.20 p.m. On Friday. <laughs> Sorry, that was the end of the story. I, I stopped to see Chanel. Oh, what uh, a looker. Enjoy. No, she's enjoy. actually cute. No, yeah. no, no. She, no, she's uh, she's put together. She's put yeah. together, but uh, apparently going through some shit. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. She purchased the McChicken sandwich around 8.20 p.m. Friday at the drive-thru window of a McDonald's about two miles from her home in Norwich. 
The sandwich was not up to her high standards of the value menu. <laughs> Hansen entered the restaurant and declared her food was made wrong, according to a customer who spoke with the police. Hansen requested a refund and then went behind the counter, according to Norwich Police Department arrest report. The McDonald's manager, who was 29 weeks pregnant, told cops that she was slapped in the face and pushed by Hansen. Jesus. A yeah, a male employee said that when he tried to separate Hansen and his manager, Hansen slapped him in the face and pushed him. <laughs> she just she's just handing she's out got, free slaps. She's got to move. Face high fives for everyone. <laughs> You fucked up her fucking order. You know, maybe she's a, she was a she was a judge at a school uh, cooking contest, and she's <laughs> like, sort of she was hungry. She has PTSD. She was hungry. Yeah. She was relying on that uh, on that food uh, to feed her for the evening, and then she had to wait because the cops came because of the jizz and piss crepes. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't. You couldn't eat anything after that. Right. And now I need a load free diet. The restaurant manager said that after Hansen received a refund, she stated she was going to make the food herself. <laughs> At that point, Hansen came behind the counter and confronted the manager near the French fry station. She got in my face and slapped me, the female victim said. Another face high five. The manager said <laughs> that prior to Hansen coming behind the counter, other McDonald's workers told her that the manager was pregnant. They're like, hey, man. Yeah, maybe. It's a pregnant lady. Don't fucking go back there. Don't just everyone chill out a little bit. In a written statement, the woman added that Hansen replied that, I have bail money, and I don't care if you're pregnant. I hope you lose your child. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's, yeah. She really wanted the sandwich. I know, yeah. she Well, she wanted, yeah, she wanted, yeah. But a, a perfect McChicken is really something special. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it a subtle. It is. It is. I don't want to side with her, but I will side with that. If if your McChicken doesn't have like it's not it's not fresh doesn't have a little too much mayonnaise on it it's got to be a little too much cool like, lettuce I want mm. like I want it to be dangerous to my pants when I eat it mm -hmm. I want I want to yep. have to have the wrapper there mm -hmm. and I want to be able to see some of the mayo that came out so I can do a little scoop yeah scoop yep. it up with, with like, the last bit of bun with the yep. last bit of yep. bun because that last bit of bun is going to be plain Jane you're going to mm -hmm. need that you yep. need that flavor on there baby after being taken into custody. Hansen told police she was upset that there was nothing on her McChicken sandwich, which normally comes with shredded lettuce and mayo. Oh, that that yeah. yes, okay, I'm on her side, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's some some weak ass employee. It's not a fucking Chick Fil A, man. You need that mayo and lettuce. I would have stabbed that manager in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Hansen, who copped to throwing money in the manager's face during the confrontation. <laughs> wow said that she stepped behind the counter to make her own sandwich. The pregnant manager, Hansen said, stepped to me, and we were face-to-face -face behind the counter. The manager, Hansen claimed, asks, what are you going to do? Hansen added, I don't know who threw the first punch. She didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> she don't remember. It was fucking... No. It, it was haywire. Yeah. It was fucking bonkers in there. The first punch is serving a McChicken with... No lettuce or mayo. Yeah. That, that shot's fired. Yeah. I think that's what she... Do you think that's what she implied? Yeah. She threw the first punch. How so? There's no fucking lettuce or mayo on the sandwich. Well, that's understandable. Yeah, it's a garbage <laughs> garbage sandwich. Nobody wants that. I mean, to be fair, all she did was slap a few people. Right. Yeah. Nobody ever died from getting slapped. No. I mean, she, she did say that she was not a... Uh, she was not concerned about jail and had money for it. Yeah, I mean, she went out with bail money. This is a woman of principle. Mm -hmm. 
Because she has money. She knew where her night was going. She doesn't care about the whatever they are now, $1.39, $1.69. I forget they keep raising them, mm-hmm. lowering the prices. I can't fucking keep track. It's upsetting. No, no one can. They change the value menu. Sometimes they just have like a four-piece nugget and a McDouble, which is only has one slice of cheese And on it changes it. from restaurant to restaurant. restaurant it's, to it's, restaurant. It's, it's, it's crazy town. Sometimes you go to, you get it, sometimes you get a, a, a double, a, a double cheese for, for 99 cents. Yeah. If you're out, out of town mm-hmm. somewhere. And sometimes you go there and it's, Two thirty nine, mm-hmm. and then a McDouble's a dollar oh five. It just you can't fucking keep track. Yeah, yeah. no, you want some. But she uh, didn't care about that. She has the cash. She threw money right. in their face. Yeah, she just wanted it made correctly. She's if, paying. She's paying for she the. Fucking hopped that fucking counter like Puff Daddy, biffed her with a fucking fistful, and said, "I'm gonna make this shit myself." You can't get it right. Because mm-hmm. the thing about McDonald's is you may not be able to predict the prices, but you should be able to predict how that food is gonna taste. That is the one thing McDonald's has going for it. Yeah. Is that no matter matter where you go you know mm-hmm. what that food is going to taste but like at the end of the day she sounds like a bad person <laughs> <All right. laughs> before we get into power grooves i want to thank everyone for those five star reviews we got a goal of hitting a thousand by the end of august so even if you don't listen to apple podcasts or listen on an apple device just find a way to get in there and smash those five stars you go i can't do it all alone i can only do this part and if I, I need help, <laughs> numbers talk. <laughs> numbers talk. I thank you kindly, daddies. I thank you. Also, if you want to go to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Power Moves with Mike Burns and sign up for the K Money Club, that helps support the eight monthly free programs, as well as the four Patreon After Darks and the Power Move book chapters. Uh, Dave already kicked down a little something. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm uh, with the 20 grand I'm going to make off yeah. of these. Maybe I'll just put those up for sale on the Patreon. Ooh, that's what's going to happen. That's your that's your twenty thousand uh, dollar price limit. The, gonna, the, if somebody donates twenty thousand dollars, maybe I'll put bids up. Yeah, that's it, man. That's yeah. where they're going. Those that's, are going for sale on the Patreon. That's today. great. Yes, this is going to be fun. It's going to yeah. be an auction. I'm gonna, and they are gorgeous. It's going to be for the kids. Yeah, by the kids, I mean me. Yeah, the camel kids. <laughs> uh, we're actually doing a, a full like like I said before bonus episode. On the Patreon, breaking down a story about ketchup domestic abuse. There's a fight over marijuana that gets tossed in a washing machine that a woman beats her wife with a bedpost. Again, something I didn't want to do on this show because it's a, it's like, oh, God, that's bad, but it's real. Uh, we'll we'll talk about yeah. it in a different different tone. And there's a guy who steals one thousand four hundred and fifty dollars from Arby's. Just for, <laughs> just for, that's just for a palate cleanser. There's nothing wrong there. That's just a palate cleanser. Uh, you know, they're just a little too fucked up uh, to do on the uh, the regular show. But uh, if you've listened to the Power Moves After Dark, you know it is a bit more raw. Let's get into some power grooves. JD, what do you listen to? Well, you know, when I first started listening to your podcast and you had a, a segment called Power Grooves, I was looking forward to every week being like a really awesome, exciting rock song that really like gets you by the balls and like yeah. gets you ready for the weekend. And then I keep listening and you and Brooks are naming these candy ass songs yeah, like, over and over Brooks again. Brooks keeps listening to like Vampire Weekend yeah, or whatever the just hell. just like, guys, it's called Power Grooves. Not So I, I would like to- an, in, in I the, make an effort. I make an effort to get something hot. I don't know if it's always in your genre, but I, I agree with you brooks brooks has a i've heard you do it too mike oh man i've heard you do it too so in in the in the tradition of power grooves i would my song you know what you just got me in the asshole a little bit 
and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a step back uh-huh. and I'm gonna I'm gonna reflect mm-hmm. on your statement and you called me out. Yeah. And you're correct. You are absolutely mm-hmm. correct. I have swayed. Yeah, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the established vibe, and uh, I cannot get enough of the Broadway show, Dear Evan Hansen. And oh. the main big song in there is called Waving Through the Window. It's about a, a shy boy who can't make friends. Pretty Waving badass. through the window. Uh, it's a pretty audacious Broadway song. It feels a little more like an emo tune than Broadway. Mm. Um, it well, that, will, goes, that goes right along with Brooks. He's like, my morning jacket. Yeah, mm, it'll, no, give no. You, it'll give you chills. Waving Through the Window from Dear Evan Hansen, sung on the Broadway recording by Mr. Ben Platt, a very oh. famous... Is that After. a rocking song? It, I think it's it's pretty rock. All right, I'm gonna have to listen to it because on yeah. paper that sounds mm. like like some kid gloves. Right. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's it's Brooks caliber rocking. All right, yeah. all right. What you just what you just defamed? What? And you just said that was getting too soft. Right. And I wanted to pick a song in the vein <laughs> of how you guys treat you the segment. Thought you thought this was a place you could come in and a safe place to share your emotions. Uh-huh. To talk about You're my incorrect. favorite Broadway, too. This is when you're off the show and I turn all my attention to Dave to <laughs> oh. save it with oh, hello. something hardcore. Dave, what uh, Well, it's not hardcore, but um, I really got into the replacement song Alex Chilton this past week. Alex Chilton being the uh, lead singer of uh, Big Star. And if uh, you've heard the song, mm-hmm. but it's fantastic, and I just can't get enough of it, and I can't believe I wasn't into it before. It's one of those little nuggets, like you've heard it a hundred times, but I just sat down and listened to it. It's so fucking good. It's very catchy and yeah. infinitely listenable. Yeah, I am going softer again, but this is a uh, this week. I'm uh, I'm uh, promoing uh, the new album by our friend Duff McKagan, uh, who you heard at the top of the show. Um, it's his new album tenderness is all produced by shooter Jennings who I'm a huge fan of. So if you're familiar with shooter shooter, uh, he uses horn sections, a little bit of country and, uh, he loves to mix genres. And you guys, of course, I'm sure you're familiar with his, uh, tribute to Giorgio Moroder, uh, Kuntak album. Are you not? I'm not. I am not Are you either. serious? I thought I thought you would us autopilot have have had that directed towards you. Mm-mm. I would think so. I mean, we we literally introduced you to Giorgio Moroder. Correct. I am I like not the- not the music like to Giorgio Moroder yes. the man. Yes, I played the bartender. Yeah. in your pilot, Farley Hoisenkamp. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they made us cut you out. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Best yeah. part of the show. I had a good time. Suit coat with no shirt underneath. Cutting you out destroyed the pilot. I I agree. I had a big beard at the time, Mm -hmm. and I was so happy to cut it down into this just gross goatee. Mm -hmm. I I had the earring. Mm -hmm. I was pure trash. Sport coat, no shirt underneath. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a good time. (laughs) It was so good. Shooter did an album called Kuntak, which Mm -hmm. is for Giorgio. Mm -hmm. It's Kuntak for Giorgio, Mm -hmm. and it all has that vibe. Dude fucking got super hardcore into Giorgio Moroder <laughs> yeah. and made a whole album. It happens. It's, so it's, does it does it have that vibe of of like this genre that's going around of like these neon album covers and like droning like drive soundtrack kind of techno? Uh, well, there's a Kuntak on the on right, right. A lot of these songs have a lot of these albums have that. They will have a like an '80s sports car on the cover. Or like mm-hmm. palm neon palm trees. Uh, it's it, it has a touch of that. Yeah, I would okay. say it's in that vibe. Mm-hmm. Just just like, just picturing it. Tangerine air, Dream ish. An, an airbrushed Lamborghini. Yeah. on yeah. the cover. Man, um, yeah. nothing better. Canane, 
big fan of it, which okay. I wouldn't have expected, huh. which gives it a little bit of uh, street cred of sorts. Yeah, because he's a he's a punk guy. A punk guy. Yeah. All, all loves the alt country also. Yeah. And you'll you'll see little. Uh, it was not going to be Giorgio Moroder uh, uh, electronic uh, music, but you'll see a little bit of mix in that. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, and fun fact about Duff McKagan: before he was solo, he was in a band. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we should mention that. <laughs> he's the basis for Guns N' Roses. He's yeah. still in the band. Yeah. Yeah. He's also uh, uh, Duff Man from Simpsons is named after Duff. Oh, I didn't know that. Duff's nickname because of all the Budweiser's he would drink was Duff the King of, King of Beers McKagan. No kidding. Yes. So <laughs> they named Duff Man after Duff McKagan. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean that. That's who you're. That's who you're messing with. Wow. Very straight dude now. Yeah. Very smart. Uh, his uh, again, I've, I've mentioned his uh, his biography. Anywho, I'm gonna play the last track off of Tenderness. Don't look back. That clocks in at an epic six minutes by today's standards. Don't karaoke this one. Positive folks. song. Positive vibes. Uh, builds to a beautiful finish. Got some fucking badass saxophones, which is sorely missing in pop music. Not enough saxophone. Yeah, we need David Sanborn walking in, and or uh, the Tim Capello from The Lost Boys. Yeah, more Tim Capello. Oh God, a shirtless guy playing the sax. It's he needs pro- he needs um prodigy or uh, not mentor, but uh, opposite- a, men- a mentee. A mentee. He needs mentees. Do you guys uh, have- learning how to play saxophone like that? <laughs> yeah. Send like them out into work, rock and roll, working out and playing sax yeah. on the boardwalk. Oh, God, what Just a night. Just push-ups yeah. until you're dripping. Yeah, one hand push-ups, the other one holding the sacks. And then and then and you switch, and yep. then you stand up, you mm-hmm. bust out three minutes, back to shups. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how you fucking get ripped. That's yeah. how you get ladies also. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of guys nowadays, they're fucking on, they're on their apps. Yeah. They're on the, mm-hmm. they're on match.com. Not, not flutter-tonguing their saxophones. You know what? You go to a boardwalk with a saxophone, oh, and you God. do push-ups there every day. Yeah. <laughs> And you don't get a haircut. People are going to pay attention. You get that Bret Hart fucking that oh, wave yeah. going, mm-hmm. and then you you're outside, so mm-hmm. that tan is going to be cocoa as fuck. Yeah, it's it's on point. And then they're going to come to you. Yeah, yep. you don't got to be on a fucking phone, Mm-mm. hiding behind your phone. Nope, no. just going to flock. You're just putting it all out there. <laughs> they're going to flock. What do you guys uh, want to plug? Anything? That's our, our podcast Beyond Yacht Rock. Yeah, say it loud and proud. Yeah, uh, beyond yacht rock, we're we're winding it down. We're gonna launch something new soon, but we're not quite sure what it's gonna be. Uh, certainly not ready to announce it. We have some ideas, mm-hmm. uh, but right now you can subscribe to Beyond Yacht Rock and learn what yacht, what's yacht rock and what's yacht. It's a it's a fun podcast. We chit chat like we're doing here. Yeah, we uh, talk we, about music. A couple other friends are on it with us, Hunter and Steve. And boy, yeah. what a it's just a delightful time. It's a good time. We talk over music, so we play mm-hmm. music all the time. We're yeah. talking over it, so yeah, you so might find that we frustrating. Don't, but we don't have to pay the royalties that way. Yeah, we'll see you in a few minutes in the Patreon, where we get into some other fucked up shit. Bless you, daddies. Feeling for the weekend, you guys. better days leave it all behind you nothing left to say it's all been shot through never look back don't look behind you We're all done
Look up, the sky's blue Never look back In my blind you We all want the truth We all want something new Never look back It will find you Never look back Don't look behind you Our tenderness is true There's better ways Right here beside you The darkest shade